1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a
0: month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to this, the last of this season of Mystery on the Rocks. Uh, Exciting stuff. Here I am. I'm Masood. With me, as always, is a fantastic Suze Kempner.
1: Welcome to our finale.
0: Finale. (laughs) Welcome to the finale. (laughs) Hope you
1: like finales, because this is one. It's pronounced finale. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, There's
0: no accent on
2: the E. She's quite right. This is true.
0: This is true. Aren't there other words like that where there's no accent, but you just shove an E on the end and people go like, well... You're like, we don't say phone, phoné, do we? Uh, to male? You, 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 you don't. Oh, tamale? To male. I love two to males, and
1: uh, <laughs> you look like a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah, um. yeah,
1: I two. That's like in um, in Showgirls. In Showgirls, when she like gets her first paycheck, and uh, she goes, it's Elizabeth Fertley from Sofa the Bell, and she's like, let's go shopping! And she goes to the fancy mall. And then she goes and buys a Versace dress, but she's so stupid. She goes, it's a Versace. And um, like she's telling everyone, they're like, oh, great dress. Thanks, it's a Versace. And then Kyle McLaughlin goes, it's pronounced Versace. And she just goes, oh, and then that's the end of that.
0: <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin says, that's Versace. And everyone goes, everyone's really disappointed in the Dune movie, Kyle. Everyone <laughs> hates it. <laughs>
1: I want something Versace and I'm going to
0: call it Versace. Versace. And the, you know what's great? Is that no one will know what you're referencing. Everyone will go,
1: uh, Yeah, that's true. Only the most seasoned of movie lovers
0: <laughs> will be like,
2: Ah. <laughs> i tell you what, it's, uh, it's a bonding moment, isn't it? If uh, if you're at a party and you say it, somebody goes, It's a reference. Even better, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm wearing Versace and they come over and they go, Hey, is that a Versace? And then I go,
0: that yeah. I mean, marry me.
1: Marry wow. me.
2: <laughs> That's all they know. And then you do the Carl McLaughlin line and they go, Yeah, no, I know it's pronounced I was doing the joke. It's a reference yes. to showgirls. And then you go, yeah, no, me, me too. No, me, and I was like, also and like,
3: oh, it's s- the very and next they go, line.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I've only seen that bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: They just say it's my favourite
1: it's my favourite thing I've ever seen, but I've only seen her say, Thanks, it's for says.
0: Yeah, every time I watch the clip I just I stop right after that. I immediately stop the <laughs> And we
1: and we just start crying and
0: it's awful yeah. Oh and also the, the third voice You're hearing Is uh, Chris and, Oh yes yeah, yeah,
2: I think they know That oh, by yeah. now but What, but what if it's A oh, new right. listener Chris <laughs> If what it's if a, it's new, a listener. new listener Yeah that's a very good point If it's a new
0: listener uh, What do you think Of Showgirls <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> uh, Your cup of tea Every time I say The voices you're hearing I think of that line In Jurassic Park That Richard Attenborough says into the into the car, he's like, You're now hearing the voice of Richard. I don't know. it's spent. I don't know why. It's <laughs> always in my head every time I say, The voice you're now hearing.
3: Fucking movie. It's just.
1: Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on
3: the rocks, yeah.
0: Yes, I suppose we're well. It was hot. Do you enjoy the heat?
1: I, I love the yeah. heat, but it's too hot. <laughs> yeah, it's just so too hot. So I'm too hot. I went to spin this morning. Oh, I did exercise. It was insane. Like, I was, I was like, oh, this is how I die, doing this spin class, because it's so hot. I only and recently... That was like past nine.
0: I only recently found out that spin class was cycling. I didn't know what spin was. So in my head, <laughs> when I'd hear... You know you have Spare things... Around. Where you just, I thought it was spinning just for like ages. Dizzy
1: Astronauts. Remember the game, Dizzy Astronauts? You like, play yeah, it was just
0: that. It was just, you know, like, or like on a roundabout at a park. You just like spin on that <laughs> yeah. really, really fast.
1: I really like the idea because it's usually like women who do spin. Yeah. Like, yeah, I spin. And yeah, the, I can just imagine loads of guys going like, huh probably on some sort of turntable
0: yeah i reckon they're <laughs> just yeah just like it's just inside masood's head is just like a woman on a on a little roundabout I being mean, like whoa just spinning really really, really? fast i get oh it because i mean
2: like the, the amount of exercise classes that you can do that are yeah. called like vinyasa or yeah, uh, yeah. or les, les mills bar and, like, there's have, one
1: that's just called metabolic and yeah, yeah like, to have one that's it?
2: actually the word spin mm. yeah like that if you don't know exercise classes, you've then go, oh I've got a handle on that. It's going round. It's going round and it's around. It's going round and, and round know. in circles. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, like the Spinning. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then they trick you. It's Like what the fuck is Les Mills Bar? What the fuck is Vinyasa? Spin. I can get a handle on that. Oh, it's
0: on bikes. What? <laughs> yeah, no. It's and but it's like they it did that classic thing just where keep
1: your legs keep going round.
0: Where my mind didn't put anything to it, so it's just it's just a blank space that hopefully at some point will be filled. And so anytime someone says, it, I go, yep. Like I know what it is, <laughs> and I go, <laughs> "Yep, I'll get around to it." Sure, spin. i There'll be a point where I'll. Eventually, it's a. Uh, it'll be in the middle of watching like the OJ documentary. i be like, It's a spin class, really though." Hang <laughs> on a minute. Like, kind
3: of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just, I um had that with Handmaid's Tale. Didn't know what it was, and I'd heard some. I think some people do it for GCSE or A level or something. So I've heard about the Handmaid's Tale since mm. I was a teenager. Oh yeah, we're reading Handmaid's Tale. Mm. And then lots of people are like, "Oh, the Handmaid's Tale changed my life." In my head. It was basically Girl with a Pearl Earring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Until the TV show came out and everyone was going like, oh yeah, they've made The Handmaid's Tale as a TV show. Yeah. And I went, I've never watched this because it's obviously the best ever period drama. And then I watched it, I went, oh.
0: I thought it was a period drama as well.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, forgiven, it's different. called
1: The Handmaid's
0: Tale. Yeah, and the... The book cover doesn't lends itself to being like girl with a pearl earring because it's yeah got the it's bonnets and that bonnet yeah. it's bonnets and that in it.
1: I assumed everyone loved it because there was some like good shaggy it's bonnets in it and
0: sad women. <laughs> yeah, I'm into both of those. It's everything things. you want in a
1: period <laughs> drama. I thought uh, it would be like a bodice ripping type thing, but with but like well written. And I watched it. And I was like, sex it. in it this like... isn't hot.
2: Oh, it's the steamiest book I've ever read. <laughs> oh, have
1: you read it? They have a ceremony. Oh. Um, what am we, I drinking? What, drinking? what yeah, are you what drinking? drinking? Chris, you usually go first, don't you?
2: Um, I'm calling it a Ginny Gin Gin.
0: <laughs> I'm going to guess what's in it. Vodka. Four shots of gin. Is it just loads of gin?
2: It's basically this ginger gin with oh. a hint of lemon zest that my sister got me for my birthday last week. Ah. Yeah. Then oh, yeah, I topped it up with some Luscom's ginger beer.
3: Whoa. that's
2: got a hint of passion fruit in it
1: lovely oh it's clear
2: like it's sort of like oh. ginger beer colored but it's not how oh, yeah. is it it's nice and spicy with a bit of sweet passion fruit to it that's nice, Ooh, nice. Yeah, a ver-
0: that's a very nice uh, what are you so, drinking Sue? what am
1: i drinking mm. here we have
0: oh
2: do you know what they it looks like fruit, but I bet it's I bet it's like Haribo straws.
1: Yeah, Still I was gonna say. They're
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm friendly.
1: I'll tell you what I've got here. It is my twist on a fancy whiskey cocktail.
3: Ooh. So the fancy
1: whiskey cocktail is blended whiskey. I don't know what that is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you wanna do you want know? I'll happily talk for yeah, hours about hours a bit. Go it. on then, Chris. Blended whiskey is where it's not from a single malt. Uh, oh, okay. oh, I see.
1: Okay, so it's not like blended with anything special. It's just no, 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 no. no. Blended whiskey
2: oh. is pure whiskey, but it's different whiskies.
1: Oh, I see. Oh, oh well, uh, maybe I have kind of... No, I don't think I've done that. Instead of blended whiskey, I've used smokehead. So you have two parts blended whiskey, one part triple sec, uh, half a teaspoon of sugar, a dash of bitters, and... There were some raspberries in the fridge, so I threw them in. <laughs> Whoa, What do you call it? I haven't it tasted called? it yet. What's it meant to be called? Fancy whiskey cocktail. Oh,
0: <laughs> is that the name mm. on the internet? Is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Go,
1: right, I haven't tasted it yet. It yeah. smells really nice. That is genuinely one of the nicest cocktails Whoa. I've ever had. Wow. That is so nice. I better up my. Do exactly. you want to know how like, I know
2: that's genuine? Because you didn't react. You didn't feel like you had to. Act I didn't like. go. <gasps> mm.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. I was I I wasn't shocked because it smelled so good, but I had to like really take it in, like.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. I want the was Waspberries. I wish the, the waspberries. waspberries? I want the waspberries to I want
0: fold. Them, uh, I want them to take in all the whiskey, all the waspberries, yeah. to take in the flavor of the whiskey. Oh,
1: and lemon juice.
0: Oh, and lemon juice.
1: Ah,
0: forgot okay. about that. Very, no, wait, so I, I did very tasty.
1: Very good, <laughs> tasty stuff. I put um the half teaspoon of sugar and the lemon juice and I made them melt together. And then I put the... You don't need to know water, did it? Anyway, uh, ch- uh, it's cold. Did I you just uh,
0: do the accent, Suze, when you went, there we good? Did you just do Oh, uh, I was just
1: doing someone who, <laughs> I was doing like Elmer Fudd.
0: Oh, uh, what are you drinking, Masood? Because we've got a meaty um, one to get through tonight. Oh, yes. Um, I've got a something called a sidecar. Was it a sidecar? We've had it before. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, um,
2: yeah, we so have. It's What's a famous it? one, Masood.
0: You, you didn't make that up, Masood.
1: Yeah, what a fanny. What a lying fanny. <laughs> it's
0: called Nesquik. You don't call it Nesquik. Ah, oh, I'm trying to think of a, a shitty lie my friend would tell me. Oh, no. No, his, it wasn't a shitty lie. It was, he, he asked me once, he's like, oh, what would you do if my dad shot your dad in the eye with a gun? I was like, I don't know, my wow. dad would probably die. And then he's, like, he's like, no, what i do is I'd I basically like... I'd reconstruct my dad into Robocop and I was like, What what have you just watched Robocop? Is <laughs> that so why you checked me? That's he's like,
1: really imaginative. That's he'd
0: been saving. The obvious
2: that. answer is obviously
0: reconstruct him into a cyborg. <laughs> and duh. So it's, yeah, sidecar. So it's brandy, orange liqueur, lemon juice, uh with a sugar rim. Um it's quite nice, it's very nice. We've had it before, but i I was mm-hmm. I have a bunch of brandy left and I was like I let's just use this up let's just let's go for yeah. it it's gonna
1: be a while till Christmas
0: um right Chris what what do you have for us today for our finale yeah the, for
2: the finale <laughs> it's the case of the vanishing blonde and the mercury man
0: oh. the vanishing blonde and the mercury man fucking hell
2: I think that's a really cool name It is
0: And really
1: I'm the way, vanishing man. blonde Because I was blonde you
0: were, I was <laughs> going to say You were previously blonde yeah. And now you're no, vanished
2: This happened early on a winter morning In 2005 Back recent, okay, okay. Uh, In Florida oh. mm. A 21 year old woman mm-hmm. With long blonde hair Is discovered face down In some weeds Naked At the western edge of Miami Okay just as suburbia turns into the Everglades, so like right on the edge. Okay, right.
1: so very like the what's that film called? The Florida Project.
0: Oh, right, Florida. where it becomes a real, the kids re, really at the motel shitty yeah. And, yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, a local power company worker just happened to be driving, sort of where she was, saw her, and obviously he went out, and uh, she was alive.
0: What oh, face
2: down, naked, very, 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 very beaten. The police Jesus. airlifted her to Jackson Memorial Hospital. She was still unconscious, and she came to in the trauma center of the hospital. And she couldn't really remember what had happened to her, but like her body told her, told like basically, they could tell. Mm. Um, okay. So she had been raped, badly beaten, and just been ooh. left left dead. Fucking hell!
3: Jeez!
2: Severe head trauma. As in, like, like, properly severe head trauma. Her, uh, her head, like, a head had been hit so hard that, like, her brain had rattled. Whoa. Wow! So
1: it's lucky she was alive.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they found, uh, they found semen as well, and okay. the bones, like her eye bones, like her right eye socket was shattered. Ah, oh, that's horrible. When she came to, she was uh, Ukrainian.
0: She struggled to communicate. I mean, like before. The beating. Oh, yeah yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> was not so hard she became she Ukrainian. Became she became Ukrainian. Was, uh, <laughs> um, she they beat like, me so hard crazy. I became She's Ukrainian.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Groucho Marx, like, I stand as a Ukrainian woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. So
2: <laughs> uh, she tried her best to, uh, but, but, like, her English was even worse than before she was beaten, apparently. So, like, whole words had been kicked out of her head. Wow. Um, and it made her very hard to understand. Okay. Yeah. And one of the first things she asked for on waking up was for her lawyer. Oh,
0: Wow. Okay. (gasps)
2: Interesting. Miami detectives discovered that she'd actually been living for months at the airport Regency Hotel, which, clues in the name, is the hotel at the airport. Mm -hmm. But it was eight miles from where she was found. And it's it's a hotel that's mostly used for people that are, like, travelling into or out of Miami. But she was Mm -hmm. there for a few months. The reason for that, she'd been put up in the hotel by her employers because she was working on a uh, cruise ship.
3: Right uh, but she'd really she
2: cut her finger quite badly and while it was healing they'd put her up in this hotel. She said that the assault okay. began in her room on the fourth floor and she described her attackers as two or three white men who spoke with accents that she thought might have been hispanic. And then she remembered one of the men pushing okay. a pillow onto her face and being forced to drink something strong and alcoholic. And then these memories were sort of like flashes, and she tried her best to... uh, uh, But then she was remembering, like, snatches of what had happened. Like, uh, apparently she'd been thrown over a man's shoulder Mm. uh, and taken down a flight of stairs. The assault had carried on in the back seat of a car. She was pleading for her life. But there was nothing solid, and nothing really gave investigators, like, a decent lead. And then her lawyer filed a lawsuit against the hotel, saying there was negligence, and that they were possibly... And, and then it looked like the. Lo- She'd asked for a lawyer when she came to. Mm-hmm. The lawyer was then suing the hotel, and like as if it was going after a big corporate company. So the detectives were like, "This isn't a mm. usual case." Yeah. So then they started thinking that maybe she was part right. of a sophisticated con.
3: Oh right. Okay. Mm.
2: Detectives like they did due diligence. They combed the room for evidence, and uh, they interviewed all the hotel employees. They got images from all the surveillance cameras from the morning of the crime, and they were going over all the guest lists and everything. The hotel had 174 rooms. And so a lot of people came and went, and it would have taken months working full time to run checks on every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, which was beyond the yeah. resources of the police department. In the area, Miami like. Dade. Yes, <laughs> Is has a... apparently a high crime rate. So they yes. can't, like they didn't, just didn't have the time. So uh, the sex crimes unit set aside mm-hmm. the file with no leads, because uh, they basically, every time they investigated something, sort of, more questions came out and no answers. So, after several weeks, uh, the detective, Alan Foot, uh, he said, he's said over-dried up. I mean, I, I g-
0: grow good. up, Masood, but for some reason, Alan Foot is a funny detective name to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's a foot, and on the, and the face oh, is, is, is on it? the sole of the foot, oh. and he's got overcoat on, and the toes poke out, but on the big toe, I there's thought, a I little fedora the, hat.
0: the face was at the top part, where it would be, if there was no, there's no ankle, and it's up there, and no he's way, like... No way, mate. just like a little... No like,
1: fucking way, mate. <laughs>
0: No, and he, well, and he, he just kind of around he just stomps on toes. around like that. He <laughs> just goes yeah. boof, boof, boof.
2: I think Ball Foot sounds like a detective name, but he, yeah. it sounds like, a, like a, a, a cozy British crime detective who's yes. got a partner called Ball.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah. Ball do and I mean? foot. Like foot. Yeah.
2: Foot and ball. Did you say Ball and Foot?
0: <laughs> yeah. I ball of your foot, you know, that's where ball. I was going oh, with yeah, it. So yeah. yeah, yeah, And then,
2: oh, and then yes, what they do you is
3: they,
0: they do a
2: series Football. of foot and ball, like investigating a crime like in Spain. Uh, and then the following series is called Foot and Ball Come Home.
1: Oh, brilliant! And they and they've got I don't know what the boss would be. Yeah. Their DI, he's called <laughs> James Fifa, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's like football in here now. Is played by Gareth. <laughs> they discover that Fifa is corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
1: <gasps>
2: oh shit! Foot? What is it? Ball? I think mm. FIFA's up to something.
1: <laughs> I just I just laughed into my drink and some of the drink flew out. And then they
0: have an, an American detective who comes over called like um, I don't know like uh, Sa- Simon, Frank Soccer. Simon Soccer. <laughs> yeah, Simon Soccer and so like soccer and ball have to work together very but they don't get on. They don't get on.
1: <laughs> they have a huge showdown at the end in a big fucking warehouse, mate. They're all in their overcoats and that. They're in a big showdown, they're firing each other and they're like, we're out of bullets. There's only one way to settle this.
2: And I just gave a Alan Foote says, ah, the case had dried up. There was nowhere really to go. Okay. Yeah. So then the hotel also lawyered up to defend itself against her lawsuit. mm And then eight months after the victim had been found, Mm. by the way, the victim has not been named in this.
1: I was going to say, yeah, what's this? And I recommend
2: actually, this is a a really, really good article. I got a lot of it. I'm sort of like reading almost full sentences out of it. It's called um, uh, "The Case of the Vanishing Blonde" Mm, Vanity Fair from 2010. Oh wow! And because her her memory was like all over the shop. And her stories were contradicting each other. So first she said she'd been attacked by one man, then two, then three, and then like she backtracked on the Hispanic accent thing, said it might have been Romanian. Uh, oh, there's no evidence, <laughs> There was no evidence to implicate anyone at all.
0: But she's had her head kicked in, so it's well, like a
2: yeah, And yeah, yeah, not...
1: not... being sued through something very traumatic. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
2: So she's, she's not going to have. Haven't been kicked in. Like yeah. Let's let's assume that there's stress involved. Yeah, I Absolutely. shouldn't have judged
1: her for mixing up Hispanic and Romanian.
2: The hotel had a, again, high crime area. The hotel mm. had a like a good security system. Okay. It was mm. fenced all the way around. Back gates were locked and monitored, and there were only a few points of entry and exit. So during the night, the back door was locked, and that could only be opened remotely. There were two security guards on duty at all times, oh. and each exit was equipped with a surveillance camera of its own. So there was one over the front entrance, one over the back, one in the lobby, one at the lobby elevator and others out by the pool and the parking lot. All of the hotel guests had digital key cards that left a computer record every time they unlocked the door to their rooms. Okay. So right. you could track and trace mm-hmm. like everybody. A track and trace works. that works? Track- yeah. Whoa. Everybody wow. that came in and out of that hotel. So she'd gone up to her fourth floor room at the Regency Airport Hotel at 3.41am. Uh, she'd used her key card to enter the room at about the same time and uh, she'd been found at dawn in the weeds eight miles Wow, away. okay. Somewhere in that three hour window, she'd left the hotel. Yeah. But there was no evidence on any of the cameras.
0: And there was no evidence of her room even being locked, gotten into. No, 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 ke- she yeah. went into her room. She no, no. as in like someone else coming oh, into Oh, like by somebody room else. Ke- yeah. Yeah, yeah, so
2: there is footage of her arriving at the hotel, but not footage of her leaving. So how did she get eight miles away?
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: And she is on the video cameras, like going in. She was dressed not eccentrically but vibrantly. Okay. Uh, so she was very easy to identify in the cameras. Oh, there she's going in, mm-hmm. and she's there now, and she's there, and she's there. She was getting itchy feet because she'd stayed in the hotel for so long that she'd been out. And having a nice time. It's got
1: horrible carpets. <laughs> <laughs> make your feet uh, itch. Hey, <laughs> Guardian Top 50 funniest podcasts in the world. That's
0: <laughs> how <laughs> so you make the top 50, Suze You make carpet jokes. <laughs> I'm just always <laughs> thinking. I'm always thinking. Always on, mate. Like. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: she was going down to the lobby just to chat to the people that worked in the hotel. Because she yeah. knew them by this point. Uh, yes, yeah, for a smoke. But every single time she did that, cameras picked her up. Of course. So So
0: it wasn't one of those instances she got. Uh, got,
3: uh, So she got out to
2: dinner with a friend, got back about midnight. And then at about three o'clock in the morning, she actually leaves the hotel because she went to a nearby gas station to buy a phone card because she wanted to call her mother back in Ukraine because the time difference was that they were just waking up. It was morning in Ukraine. Okay. She goes and buys the phone card and then the camera gets her coming back. So again, 3.41am. Yeah. Uh, So she's seen entering the elevator and she goes upstairs. Somebody gets into the elevator behind her and have a bit of a chat and then the police report showed her entering her room 20 minutes later mm. uh, between so the, like, the elevator that time yeah. what's going on during that time well the thing about that is that apparently the clock on the camera at the elevator just happened to be running 20 minutes slow <laughs> so oh. she actually it wasn't a 20 minute window no. mm. it was like she got straight to her room but it looked for a little bit like so then they were like oh no we're out of leeds again uh, Mm-hmm. All of the oh, they give
0: up. up so easily that they're like, right what,
2: yes. get, what are we? What are you gonna yeah. do? Basically, the cameras all worked. The detectives tried to see if they could beat the cameras and the motion sensors by like hiding or walking slowly, and it just didn't oh, work. I love so the idea. there's footage out there of detectives trying to sneak past security. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, hey, you've like, like, been
1: like, able to see. Yeah. yeah. Geek,
2: geek, geek. Then they thought maybe she went out the window. It was a fourth floor window. Oh my god! So she'd have had to been dropped.
1: She would have died. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that that, that
0: that that's not enough to cause those injuries. No. That would have killed her. She it, it's she'd enough break to cause her legs that she would be dead. or fall but her, in her injuries.
2: Head. Her injuries were con- they weren't conducive to falling. No. Forth. absolutely, yeah. Uh, the bushes outside had not been trampled on. Or fallen mm, upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they were like, maybe she'd been like lowered by somebody to somebody else, and they were like, this is getting what like now. Rapunzel no, oh, yeah.
1: down on her hair. Yes.
2: Yeah. So unless it had been pulled off by a team of magicians, there is no way she could have left the hotel without actually going down in the lift and leaving. Sure. I,
0: I don't know, Chris. Have you seen Now You See Me? Don't watch it because it makes no fucking sense. Oh, okay. It makes no People fucking sense. People love that sense. movie.
2: There's a bit, isn't there, where one of them falls into a puddle of water.
0: I think that's the... F- I, I've seen, I've seen like half ridiculous. of it and then I saw the end and I was annoyed at the end because I was like, <clears throat> that makes no what? sense as a movie. It no me. Film.
2: Is that they, they made a sequel and they called it Now You See Me Too instead of Now You Don't? Exactly!
0: Oh my god, I would have watched Now You Don't. Chris yeah because then um, the deep when you get the dvds you have them right. next to each other people go oh yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah can i look at your dvd collection starship troopers now you see me now you don't no you
0: don't yeah. uh, i'm already annoyed that this person has not alphabetized their dvd
1: collection. <laughs> 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 no he does it in order of how much he likes the movies uh, he loves starship troopers but still
0: still still hate them he loves starship troopers
1: <laughs> but you will hate him because guess what he thinks it's just a really cool movie. He doesn't get that it's a critique of fascism. And he's really oh. right wing, the owner of these DVDs. It's a guy. Oh,
0: God.
2: <laughs> it's just a space action film where they blast bugs. Yeah, he's like, oh. and he's he's like,
1: um, he's also got the original Birth of a Nation, you know, the 1915 Birth of a Nation. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you have Birth of a Nation, D.W. Griffith's Birth of a Nation. And he's like, yeah, it's an important historical document. I don't know why that would be a problem for you. Even though you haven't said it's a problem. But in your head, you're like, yeah. why have you got that? So
0: see yeah. I, I feel like I've I'm in this house now mm. and out of politeness we watch brother the <laughs> <laughs> all 4 like,
1: hours of the fucking thing <laughs> and I'm just
0: sat, I'm just sat there like what the fuck have I got myself into here
2: uh. and then when the blacked up guy is running away from the mob, <laughs> mm. he turns to you and goes it looks like you that <laughs>
1: It's like, he goes, people say Hollywood's racist, but they gave that guy a job. This is mm-hmm. 1915,
2: uh, nice and there is a black man in a prominent role.
1: Yeah. Every, hey, what he, you goes, he goes, no. even people who haven't seen this film, remember this scene, and, and Hollywood's yeah. supposed to be racist.
2: He's had a few to drink, and he's getting cross with you about it, so he's, yeah. going, he's going, when will you people learn? And he catches himself, and he goes, I didn't mean
1: that. <laughs> I mean it. I meant, I meant, and Masood's like, I only came around here because you were going to sell me your couch
0: yeah I do. and somehow yeah it's, it's Look, four in the morning and I'm watching <laughs> Birth of a Nation
2: I'm I mean, here the air punch you put on Facebook Marketplace
1: it's okay. <laughs> <His> Facebook Marketplace <laughs> anyway sorry Chris carry on uh, with this mystery oh no, no, no. of the lady
2: I, I enjoyed that tangent what? they ran into a dead end they couldn't work it out mm. the hotel had lawyered up to counter sue to defend itself against her lawsuit mm. against them because mm-hmm. they were like why did she immediately say I want my lawyer when she woke up yeah. and yeah. Um, why is she going after the hotel when it's like nothing to do with us mm. so the hotel lawyer's team hired a private investigator Oh who oh, do you wait. think that private investigator was No, no you're way.
1: not no you no fuck you fuck you don't don't tease us like this don't tease us like this No Chris. Oh, it's
2: only it's a man way. Chris Named Ken. Oh Brennan. my
1: god! Ken. Oh my god! Oh my god! My ovaries just went. Uh... Oh my god. Chris,
0: I'm, Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm rock hard. <laughs> uh, so. Ken Brennan.
2: In Swaggers is- Ken Brennan. Top
1: shagger, Man. Ken Brennan. No,
2: I want to point shit. out, all right, oh God, that Ken this Brennan. article was written three years before the story of Greg Flanagan in the other hotel. The readers don't so, know this,
1: but I'm fanning myself. And it's not because of the heat.
2: So, basically, because this is the first time... Uh, readers of Vanity Fair are being introduced to Ken Brennan. Oh. he is described in detail. Chris,
1: um, so don't you this don't this is, you miss out a single fucking word? I don't care so if this I'm takes all fucking I'm read words. It four.
0: Canonically, this is his first. Holy, this yeah, is a prequel. Is first,
2: yeah, it's a prequel. Oh it's Ken Brennan, episode one.
1: Um, um, oh, just for the listeners, which episode should they go to to listen to the? first Ken and Brennan story we covered which actually the, follows this apparently uh,
2: the body in room 348
1: body in room 348 it was from yeah, uh, right. around Christmas 2019
2: I think it was the first episode that came out in 2020 okay cool oh yeah okay I yeah. Um, yes I think it might be so, our New years
1: episode actually oh my god I can't believe this
2: here's the most detailed description of Ken Brennan
1: Oh okay I'm ready okay yeah I'm sitting back and relaxing
2: and this bearing in mind this is 16 years yeah. ago yeah <clears throat> Brennan was middle-aged deeply tanned with grey hair Ooh. He was a weightlifter. Oh! Mm. Mm. I could mm. be a weight. And favoured neck shirts that showed off both the definition of his oh. upper pecs and the bright, solid gold chain around oh. his neck. Yeah, I can't believe baby. they wrote it like
1: this. This is a magazine the look. This is about a woman who was movie. attacked, and they're like, he had right nice <laughs> pecs, you know.
2: <laughs> the look said, mature, virile, laid back, and making it. Mm. Virile. Virile and making it. He's That's making it for Isn't me it? right now. <laughs> He'd been divorced and his former wife was now deceased. Stupid his cow. His children were oh, grown. Oh, she's dead, sorry.
1: <laughs> his children That's were grown. stupid bitch. He's, oh, shit. Okay, so, like... No responsibilities. Me and Ken, yeah, no- me and Ken are on a date. I'm like, do you have to get back for anything? He's like, no, baby, I'm here all night. And like, but he's <gasps> thinking about the case. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's thinking about the case, which is what I call my downstairs mix-up. <laughs> That mix <laughs> That's from uh, wow. Mighty Boosh with old Greg <laughs> He uh,
2: uh, he had little in the way of daily family responsibilities good. Brennan had been a cop on Long Island where he was from and had worked eight years as a DEA agent Fuck yeah he wasn't
1: one of the racist ones so he's like really progressive
2: Nice. No. No, he left he's the agency in the mid-90s to work as a commodities broker and to set up as a private detective Nice The brokering was not to his taste but the investigating
1: was mm-hmm. And I'm like Ken investigate this and I just pull my top down and he's like Yeah He's like, I like to see tits, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a massive argument, and I ruin it. I just fuck it up, like I do with all my relationships.
0: Yeah. And I'm, but I'm sat in a car outside <laughs> with binoculars, like looking. And I'm just like, there and we go. crying
1: it. behind his binoculars. Benign- <laughs> yeah. It's just With like, ah. and
0: then I'm going to swoop in. And I drive up, I'm like, hey,
1: Ken, what's up, buddy? <laughs> it's like, Danny DeVito oh, in the in the dentist system, like, it's me, Dr. Toboggan. It's me,
0: doctor, doctor, to Mantis, to Dr. Mantis Toboggan. Dr.
1: Mantis, I need some and I Magnum drop, I drop a bunch of Magnum for my cons. giant dog. <laughs> Ken's like, who's this? Ah, Mantis He Bugin. Uh, <laughs> sweating with the fun.
2: He was a warm, talkative guy with a thick long island accent oh. who sized people up quickly and with a healthy strain of New York brass. Oh,
1: that's his yeah. that's his dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he calls it his New York Brass.
1: Because <laughs> it's shiny and cold to the touch. <laughs> Imagine your first episode you're like what the fuck is wrong with what these the fuck? people these so dudes. it's this... they have
2: no idea why people are, why we love so it's this
1: horny woman oh. and these two gay guys <laughs> and they're all in love with this one guy <laughs> with a mature
0: detective from long island
2: <laughs> two, two
0: queens and their pet
1: <laughs> and i'm like hey guys
2: <laughs> if he liked you he let you know it right away and you're his friend for life and if he didn't Well, you'd find that out right away too. Why? What would he do? Nothing shocked him. (laughs) In fact, (laughs) most of the salacious run-of-the-mill work that pays private detective bills, domestic jobs and pet insurance scams bored him. Brennan turned those offers away. The ones he took were mostly from businesses and law firms who hired him to nail down the facts in civil court cases like this one. He had a fixed policy. He told potential employers up front, I'll find out what happened. I'm not going to shade things to assist you or your client, <gasps> but I will find out what the truth oh is.
1: Oh my God! Ken Brennan, my man, big dick, sharp brain. Yeah. <laughs> Massive
2: now, Do you remember when? Do you remember when he he into the case the last time? Yeah. Or well, three years from now, but like the last the last story, <laughs> the first time we heard it. Yeah. And there was that um, there was that policeman who was just like,
1: what the fuck.
2: Yeah. Is, first of all, mm. it's like my case, and second of all, are you insane, Ken Brennan? He's yeah. <laughs> like, Who is this guy? are you insane yeah. or
1: have you just got giant well, pecs? Guess,
2: guess what, Alan Foote was exactly the same.
1: Yay! They're all threatened by our Ken.
2: Alan Foote was not pleased. Mm. It was a pain in his ass to have a private detective snooping around one of his cases. Mm. And, yeah. and also, this case, on the surface, was kind of like straightforward hmm On the whole, all he had to do was yeah. find out who raped and beat this young woman and then dumped her right. totally. miles yeah. away. He had to find out if the attack happened at the hotel or if she'd slipped out and met her assailant elsewhere. Sure. Mm-hmm. Was she a simple victim or was she being used by this corporate scam to sue the hotel? Was she implicated in that even? There was so many questions and no answers. Yeah. When he met Foot, <clears throat> this is Foote's case, remember, and Foote was yeah. not doing well. Mm. When he met Detective Foot, who did not like Ken Brennan snooping around <laughs> his case... Brennan said, look, I used to be a cop and a federal agent. Mm. Damn. So he said, you and I both know there's no fucking way you can investigate this case. Yes,
1: can you tell him. And then, he, That's right, and baby. then the foot comes home and Brennan's banging his wife. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, sorry, honey, but I'm not sorry.
2: He said to him, he said, I can see this through to the end. I won't step on your dick. I won't do a thing without telling you your dick. He literally said, dick. I won't
1: step on your dick. Yeah, Chris, you, did you quote. just make that bit up? I mean, no, that's, he, he said, said I won't step, on, step your on your
2: dick. It's in the article. He said, to, he said to Foot, "I won't step on your dick. I won't do a thing without telling you about it. If I figure out who did it, you get the arrest. <laughs> oh, I won't do anything to fuck it up for you. He just wanted to find out what happened." Oh, Ken, you legend! So, oh, this endeared so pure. this endeared him to uh, to Foot, yeah. and then Foot did something he never would have done before. He kissed Ken. Yeah tenderly yeah. yeah. He gave over to this private detective. I thought you were going to say he gave him a hand job. I don't know why.
1: Said- <laughs> like in that, he
2: put his hand on his New York brass. Yeah, he,
0: said, he
2: was he like, said, "Wow,
1: shiny, do, cold I... to the touch." Ken's like, "I'm aware.
0: You could step Poli- on my dick polishing. anytime." And then he just,
2: <laughs> and he um. He gave over all of the evidence, the crime fuck, scene photos, surveillance footage, to from a, the security cameras, to, uh, to him as a detective and the victim statement as well. Oh, I uh, mean, obviously, and, we're deeply uh,
1: in love with Ken Brennan, but I still think Alan Foot's mad uh, for doing that. What the fuck are you doing? That's
0: quite crazy. Yeah. So uh,
2: Brennan was like, "So how the hell did the woman get out of the hotel?" Mm. That was his first thing. Mm. So
1: she's not going to have ended up being shot in the bollock.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing, listener. If you're new to this and you haven't heard our previous Ken Brennan episode, what you've got to understand about Ken Brennan is. He is the living Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yes.
1: He figures shit out.
2: He began studying all of the videos like like minutely mm. until he could account for every single person on that evening, whether the coming and going. So Whoa. if a person or group arrived. And also this is this is why he's such a good detective. He wasn't ruling out uh, women or even families to be the suspect. Mm. What to be the
0: people who, No yeah. way, mate.
2: So if a family arrived, like Mum, dad know. and kids. He was like, well, if I can't account for them, they've got to go on the suspect." <laughs> so um, your four-year-old did it. He uh, he had room key records. He was going through all of this. all uh, So then he was like, uh, he eliminated them by going, ah, well, if they'd left the hotel before she came back and they hadn't, come, they hadn't returned either, they couldn't have attacked her. So he was going around ticking everybody off that couldn't have done it rather yeah. than saying that person might have. So right, it was all right, about right, the right. fact. So it was like, yeah. that person definitely couldn't, mm-hmm. so they're off the list. Mm-hmm. And it left him with only one suspect. Fuck, so he okay. did manage to whittle it down, <gasps> and it was. Alan
0: Foot. It was Alan Foot!
2: <laughs> it was the man entering the elevator behind her. <gasps> that had a... Now, yes. this guy <clears throat> was uh, like a giant. An absolute mm. giant. He was a tank of a man. And this is important. He was. Uh, I know you always say it, Mr. but he was a he was a huge black man. You always but say remember her suit. statement, but remember her statement. Yeah, she said yeah. it was a white
3: guy. Yeah,
0: three the
2: white, white men. Three white one guys. White man, two. One man. One white man, two white men, or three white men. So she yeah, look, but it was always like, and also they had an Hispanic accent.
1: And it was a one big yeah. guy, one big black guy, rather one than three little guy. white.
0: guys. And, and then right,
2: so like maybe she was like,
0: th- it was the equivalent of three white guys. It was one, one big black white. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Oh yes, yeah. oh, right. and Ken's like, "Okay." Well, Ken was like, words? "I
2: don't know whether you've seen Birth of a Nation, but there is such a thing as boot You
1: Think
0: about you people. <laughs> oh oh oh!
1: Think about you people. Oh, oh. what do you mean? As that bit in Tropic Thunder, what do you mean, you people? And then, the, <laughs> okay. and then the actual black guy goes, "What do you mean, you people? You people?" <laughs>
2: that guy who was seen going into the lift behind her, yeah. and They had an exchange of a couple of words.
1: Yeah.
2: Obviously, she's not seen leaving the hotel, but he leaves at uh, half past 5. Mm-hmm. But the thing that gets him is is that you know um uh, bearing in mind this is an airport hotel, right? But. So there are people coming and going with luggage. He's got this man has got a tiny suitcase that goes on oh like, the little overhead cabin storage thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's wheeling that at 5:28 a.m. out of the Okay. Out of the thing, this tiny little carry-on. tiny little carry-on thing.
3: How lit, how tall and, was she?
2: Well, that what you're forgetting uh, is is that this guy, was massive.
0: Mm. And so, the
2: suitcase, was a regular sized cu- suitcase that looked. It like, just looked like.
1: Oh, tiny so it's like the suitcase. opposite of when I held and, that pint. <laughs> yes,
2: and what got what got Ken Brennan onto it? He was like, "That's a tiny case. She can't be in that." But the bloke who's a tank yeah. struggles with it getting it out of the <gasps> elevator. You know the groove in the elevator. It's a oh loop. yeah. On the security shit. camera, it's like he has to give it a proper proper tug. Yeah. And he was like that's that's a heavy case and the bloke's huge so what's going Whoa. on and so he kept watching the video over and over and over again holy and fuck and the wheels catch momentarily so he's giving it this good old yank and then he was like I've got him from that tiny little tug on the suitcase he was like she's in the suitcase shit <laughs> she's, in the, she's in the little suitcase shit
0: oh so, my god wow
1: is we gonna find out this guy is Masood and Masoud, we're like and then, and then we just get Masood arrested
0: that's it This is the, the season finale is yeah getting and I'm like, nailed I by the car it's a sting operation and Ken Brennan yeah. appears
1: behind me and we just start kissing
0: my heart just heart just, <laughs> like, just like,
1: and I'm like oh good of you to turn up and Masood's like what's this now
2: <laughs> what's it hmm but here's the huh? here's what here's another reason why Ken Brennan is such a good detective because he was like I'm going on the facts, all right? Yeah. So he threw her statement out because he was like, doesn't matter that yeah. uh, that she's been attacked by two or maybe three men. Doesn't matter that they were white mm. or that they were maybe uh, Romanian or Hispanic. He was like, this has to be the guy. Yeah. That got her out of the hotel. It's the only Absolutely. way she got out of the hotel. Yeah. Um, and then he noticed something that even the unflappable Ken Brennan saw something on the video that made oh. him made his blood run cold. Which was, he's now looking at a bloke (gasps) who's got a woman in a suitcase. Yeah. And this bloke is walking like it's the most normal thing in the world. And he's like,
1: this this
2: guy has done this. Yeah.
1: I was going to say like, this is, she's been ordered. Like she's been, Mm. someone's like, get this lady to order
3: absolutely he
2: called a meeting Brennan then called a meeting bearing in mind that the hotel's lawyers have hired him and he's also working kind of with um, foot yeah um, taking over foot so he calls a meeting at the hotel on November the 17th 2005 the hotel owners there the insurance adjusters and the lawyers and they all meet in a boardroom and then Brennan tells them what he's <laughs> he's like, Fuck That's the know. guy that did it, the girl is in the suitcase. And they all start laughing at him. And they go, Are you insane? No. looks <laughs> exactly like what
3: like, Brennan.
2: Yeah. The last story we hmm, told about That's Ken right. Was the, yeah. guy, the guy had no visible marks on the outside yeah. and then car crash injuries on the inside. Yeah. And they couldn't work out what had happened. And Brennan goes, yeah. And they're like, What are you talking oh, about? Brennan. Turns, yeah. out, turns out, listener, that bloke. Yeah. So Everyone's laughing at him and they're
3: like they can't
2: be in the suitcase. She was said that she was attacked by two white guys. And he goes, "I'm telling you, this is the guy. This is the guy." And then he uses his detective logic like he did with Foot, where mm-hmm. he was like, "Look, the arrest is going to be yours. I only need to work out who did it." Yeah. So you get the glory because you get to arrest the bloke. And that got Foot onside. He does the same thing here. He goes, "Look, it's a win-win for you because your liability in the civil suit would go down." if I can show you that the woman hadn't been attacked by one of your employees. Absolutely. So you, so he's like, you might as well let me run with it. Oh my God, yeah.
1: Ken, you legend. Oh and, my
2: uh, God, Ken, you and fucking And so, they, so, they, so, they, so they, they, they let him. Oh. Holy shit. They let him run with it. And then he has to find this bloke. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because
2: <clears throat> the hotel records, unfortunately, while the surveillance was good, the records were useless because there were too many rooms and there was too much turnover. Of guests to scrutinize every single one, okay. and Yeah, there's a lot of big black men checking into the hotel, right? Yeah, uh, so then there, there was no way to tell apparently whether uh, he was Chris, a registered guest, or did, a guest he
0: like a <laughs> did, did he, he look, look like a bitch? did he look like a like bitch? A bitch? <laughs> what <laughs> in no country ever heard of Chris? They speak English. <laughs>
2: Basically, the other thing they couldn't work out whether he was a registered hotel guest in his own right or whether he was a visitor and sh- yeah. sharing someone else's room. And when they do that, when a guest stays, they still take photographic ID. When they oh. photocopy a driver's license, it doesn't always come out that well. Yeah. So they were still also. So that that stuck. was a dead end, unfortunately. That kind of... Except. Oh. He's now not looking just at the video of how did the woman get out. He's now got another question. He found. He's decided the woman got out in the suitcase it's the only possible way okay but now he's found this. now he's found this bloke on the video footage so he can look at other video footage to try and find out more about that particular bloke yeah. to see if he crops up anywhere else right of so course so he finds the bloke in a few other video footage and in one of the video snippets of the elevator he is talking with another guy who's wearing a t-shirt that's got the word mercury printed on it <gasps> okay. is this yeah, a kind
1: a of man. magic Ooh. so he goes <laughs>
2: He starts thinking maybe it's the car company, uh, Mercury, or yeah. is it the planet, or is it the element? It could be anything. <laughs> Mercury could mean yeah. anything. That's not really a lead. Yeah. The records, he Mercury was like, They records. know each other. I know that they know each other. The way they're talking to each other, they know okay. each other. And they go to the restaurant in the hotel. So then he's like, oh, I'm going to look at the restaurant camera. Right. Ken, of course and you then,
1: are, you, you legend. And then the
2: restaurant, the restaurant camera sees them both entering. But that shows the back. The other camera didn't do this, but that camera shows another side of the T-shirt where he can make out something else. So the Mercury oh. Man has now up something else.
1: Says suitcase lover. Got,
2: <laughs> this is why he's so thorough. Didn't work out for him, but he found another way. Yeah. The guy who's got the Mercury T-shirt on has got an ID tag around his neck. So Ken's like, hmm. I run. I wonder if we can enhance the video whether we could see that. I don't know if the technology exists. Who did you? Who do you think? Ken Brennan called to see if the technology existed for them to enhance that video.
0: Uh, um, Bill Gates. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is it like who no. do you call?
2: He gonna uh, call? Ken Brennan took it upon himself to call NASA.
1: <laughs> oh what? yeah, he was like, "Hey guys, what? I know you're not sending any cunts into space today, so you're gonna help me out, yeah." yeah? And they went, "Ken." Ken. He's like, he's like, listen up, Poindexter.
0: Yeah, they're all sat there just like spinning pencils and just like <laughs> and they get a phone call. One of them falls off their desk, yeah. and they're like, "Hello, Hello NASA." <laughs> Guys, it's Ken Brennan Everyone on the phone. Everyone else
2: is trying to safely land a malfunctioning space shuttle. Ken's like, yeah. they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the phone, the phone rings, and then there's one blows.
1: <laughs> oh, what are you doing, nerd? Trying to land someone on the moon? The
2: people at NASA got him to describe the camera. To them, which he did, and yeah. they went, "Nah, sorry, it's technologically impossible; it can't be done." So Aww. he start, He went back. He started. I'm. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the bloke. I'm going to get the bloke. Ken. And then get out, Ken. In the restaurant footage, the man in the t-shirt is, for a split second, viewed from behind, mm. and that reveals another word on the back of the t-shirt. <gasps> he sidesteps somebody leaving, so the camera gets a better angle. Mm. Uh, he, Ken could only make out a word on the t-shirt that began with V and ended in O. And then he could make out a vague pattern in the middle, so it was a Virgo.
1: John Virgo from Big Break. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: he thought that it looked mostly like the word Verado. V-E-R-A-D-O. And he was like, that means nothing no.
0: to me. Mercury Verado. Okay. But he
2: Googled it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Googled it, and uh, he found out that Verado was, was the name of an outboard engine manufactured by Mercury Marine. It was that!
0: Holy shit! Oh my god! I mean, I'm, in my head, I'm like, then all you got to do is like Mercury Marine track that down. Who's yeah. hired by that company? Yeah. Fucking whip it incident, down. Blah, 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 yes. Blah, blah, blah.
2: So, bearing in mind, Ken Brennan is investigating this in November. The incident happened in February, so this is like yeah. nine months, mm-hmm. nine months afterwards. Yeah. During February, at the time of the incident, <clears throat> there was a big boat show in Miami, and uh, maybe Ken thought that the man in the man in the t-shirt, the Mercury yeah. man. Had been working at the show for Mercury Marine. And, if and he, he was had, like, he was talking to the black he guy. He's like, look, yeah, because of the implications, he had, <laughs> uh, <you> know, <laughs> if he'd been working there, maybe the suspect was. Maybe the big giant guy, maybe he was working there too. And so then. He discovered that Mercury Marine is a subsidiary of uh, the Brunswick Corporation, which also manufactures billiards, bowling equipment, and other like sports and recreation yeah. stuff. Yeah, billiards. Brennan called that company's head of security oh. and explained what he was trying to do. Fucking hell. Uh, he was investigating a case, and his first thought was that the company might have put its boat show employees up at the Airport Regency Hotel. If it had, he might be able to then identify and locate the man.
0: Every cop should be Ken Brennan. They should, they Every should, cop. They should inspire um, to be Ken yeah. Brennan. Yeah.
2: But get this, the guy, Alan Sperling, the head of security Mm. at Brunswick Corporation, then said, no, none of the employees had stayed at that hotel. And he's like, all right, fine, do any
1: of them have a fucking suitcase? (laughs) So
2: then Brennan's next question was, had any of the crews who set up the company's booth stayed at the Regency? And the answer was no. Oh. (laughs) The answer was no. So then, not one to give up, Brennan was like, okay, so who got the Mercury shirts? And then Spur- oh. Sperling checked. It took him two weeks and eventually he called Brennan back and he yeah. said the only place that those particular shirts had been given away was at the boat show's food court. And the company oh, okay. in charge of food for the show was called Centerplate. <laughs> it was like a catering company for large sporting events and conventions. Yeah. And it had employees all across the country. Right. Shit. So Brennan called the head of HR at Centerplate And and that guy told Brennan that the company had put up some of its employees at the Airport Regency Hotel. Ah. But that it had hired more than 200 for the boat show. And then Ken said
1: over the phone, that's a bingo. (laughs) Did I say that right? That's a bingo? You just just say bingo.
2: (laughs) Bingo.
3: Uh, And then Ken Ken Brennan was
2: like, well, this this is now this company in particular... Out of two hundred people, this guy might stand out. Like, yeah, he's he's, yeah, if he's, he's a, a giant. Big guy. This bloke is a giant. He's fat. He's tall. Mm-hmm. The guy's massive. Yeah. Um, uh, and so a week later, the guy from uh, the head of HR at Centerplate calls back and he goes, "Some people do remember a bloke that matches that description, but no one knows his name. Oh. But someone did remember that the company had initially hired the man to work at Zephyr Field, which was the home of the New Orleans Zephyrs." A minor league baseball team in Materi, which was a suburb of New Orleans. Ooh, <gasps> okay. So this was a solid lead. Yeah. But this case is very twisty and turny. This is in yeah. 2005. What had happened in New Orleans? Oh,
3: oh Hurricane shit, Katrina. The, uh,
2: hurricane, yeah. It had devastated New yeah. Orleans, like <clears throat> only months prior to this investigation, and a lot of the residents of Materi had been evacuated. Yeah. So oh, it was shit. a community that had just gone raised the yeah. town. Yeah. Do you think that meant Ken Brennan gave up?
0: Uh, no. Uh, uh, no, I don't. Absolutely don't, not. A- Ken, Brennan, Ken Brennan brought in the hurricane himself yeah. and questioned so the fucking <laughs> hurricane. He was now... Yeah, it was Hurricane Ken. <laughs> yeah. Hurricane
2: Ken. He was now... Like, this is months. Months and months and months this had taken to identify and find the bloke.
0: So this is now the next year.
2: It also... It? Th- 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 this article is so fucking, like... It, it, it says this in any other place. It could have been underhand, but I bet Ken Brennan it's a compliment. Yeah. He goes, there was no way that what Ken Brennan was being paid for, the job, was worth all of the hours he was putting in. Ken Brennan was doing this to find out who had done this to the woman. He's addicted
1: to solving. He's like us. Uh,
2: A little bit, a little bit. But also, he he wanted to work out who'd done this to this this woman, this poor woman. Because you've got to bear in mind, all the hotel insurers and lawyers wanted to know was... Because if you think about it, he could have just said, uh, oh yeah, no. She was a hooker and been beaten up by one of her clients, and yeah. that would have been the, enough. It's like that's it. But end he's of that, sort of like cool, doggedly um, pursuing this because he wants the Ken's truth. a feminist. Yeah. so he's the love of the my truth.
0: life. Getting alliances. Alan Foot <laughs>
2: remained sceptical. Yeah, <laughs> sure. He'd given Brennan all the information that he had, and because he hadn't been able to do anything with it, he was like, "This guy is going nuts." Alan
1: Foote's like, "You um, pissed me off, Brennan, but goddamn it, yeah. I respect you." <laughs>
2: <laughs> While. Hurricane Katrina had devastated the community, and they'd all gone everywhere. This is such a Ken Brennan fucking thing—a <laughs> like little nugget. of... Like it, honestly, of I can't believe it's so good. Fucking love Ken Brennan. I love, I love, I love the stories about him as well. Yeah. Ken Brennan had a buddy on the police force in New Orleans. Right. Ernest Demmer. Oh yeah.
0: Ernie D. The importance
2: of being Ernest. The way that they made friends is uh, exactly how you would want Ken Brennan to make friends with somebody. Okay. Okay. Brennan was on vacation in Demma's jurisdiction. He's got a Hawaiian shirt on. And Brennan risked his life helping Demma subdue a prisoner who had violently turned on. Oh, okay. So this was years before. And
1: he didn't even take the cigar out of his mouth. So Demma no. <laughs> Dema
2: recalled, the guy broke away from me. Out of nowhere comes this guy in a black jacket, flying down the sidewalk, runs him down, tackles him, and held the guy until my men could subdue him. Yeah. He was fantastic.
0: Oh, he was He fantastic. didn't even spill his margarita. <laughs> <laughs> he <it> was good.
2: <laughs> while he was on holiday. He, he takes Brennan a sip. He's like, he him. <laughs> <laughs> "I'll do your job for uh, you."
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, wow, Brennan's a fucking while on holiday. Didn't have to do it.
2: I know. And because of that, he then made friends with Dema. So Brennan needs a favour. In New Orleans, he goes to Demma. Yeah, Demma's like, oh. listen,
0: he like, like the lion who has the thorn pulled out of his paw, it's a friend for life. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He like so the need a
2: favour. Demmer sends one of his sergeants out to Zephyrfield, where the club was working overtime, mm. to get the storm ravaged facility ready to open for the oh, next Oh, sure. was well, at Field, yeah. So Demma called Brennan back. After this investigation, Demma got back in touch with Brennan and said, good news for you Ken I know who this guy is and then Brennan goes okay but what's the bad news yeah and Demma says his name is Mike Jones there's probably a million of them and he doesn't work there anymore no one knows where he went shit oh
3: but
2: he's got a name now and a very unique description so Mike Jones uh, he goes back to the Regency Hotel, Brennan does, and uh, the Regency database, and he found that there was a guy called Mike Jones staying there at the hotel when the attack occurred. Two came.
1: thumbs up like Mecca. yes. But he checked in know.
2: on February the 4th, seven days before the rape, and he checked out again on the 22nd, one day after he was seen rolling his suitcase to the table. Oh, car. shit. The full name on his Visa card was Michael Lee Jones. The card had been cancelled and the address was for a Virginia residence that he'd vacated years earlier, <gasps> and he had no forwarding address so no one could find him. Brennan lacked the authority to get further information. They call it a subpoena, don't they? Yeah. He lacked authority to get more information from the credit card company, and the evidence he had was still too slight to get the Miami police involved. Oh. And the phone number Jones had left with the registration at the hotel Mm. wasn't a private number. It was a number for Centerplate, the company he was working for. Damn it,
1: Centerplate. Shit. So
2: he he knew that Jones no longer worked for Centerplate, Mm. And the people there didn't know where he'd gone. But Ken Brennan decided he knew a certain certain something about the guy he was chasing. Fuck yeah. yeah. Judging by, the, again, going back to the tiny little stuff that he was walking on the video, he could tell that this bloke done it before
0: yeah well, i was gonna say that his his mo of the card yeah. no registered to yeah. him registered the fucking company and the cancelling of it and the fucking things exactly. checking out suit. all DL, that shit is you're
3: thinking you're,
2: think, you're thinking like ken because the center player Chris, job that's that you've moving. made me
0: the happiest girl at the ball
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is he was moving from city to city with a job all expenses yeah. paid."
0: yeah
1: what was he doing just like Kate
3: a
2: direct quote from the article a perfect setup for a serial rapist with a method that was tried and true suitcase now, jones if jones was his man and again this is exactly why ken brennan is the best detective in the fucking world yeah yeah he was like if jones was his man he wouldn't give up an arrangement like that so if he wasn't employed by Centreplate anymore where would he go to work next who was doing it now. Who was making it easy for him to go around the country and rape these women. Yeah. So he decided, and this is something that not everyone would think of, Brennan decided to call Center Plate back Mm -hmm. and then compile a list of the food service companies 20 to 25 top competitors oh Buck, Ken Right, yeah. What, so Holy Ken was shit.
1: like this guy is obviously a legend in catering <laughs> he's looking for a man
2: named Michael Jones working in America at a catering yeah. company I mean
1: he, yeah and, and is, he's like, hoping he's like, at a catering company I mean like this yeah. is a huge exactly. guy he could go on into security anything
0: you could anything that that will tra- put them around the country.
1: Yeah,
2: this is like looking for a needle in a haystack. It's a wild goose yeah. chase.
0: It's like looking for a needle in ten thousand haystacks. Yeah.
2: So he starts working his way down the list. He calls the HR department every single one of these competing firms, and up. one by one, he eliminates them exactly the same way he went through the video footage. And he yeah. was like, "Nope, can't be that." Oh, them. Can't
1: it's be so them. good.
2: And he gets rid of all of them, but one company on the list called Ovation's has a headquarters in Tampa, which that's yeah. Florida, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Florida. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Florida. Florida yeah. Yeah, and Brennan was actually coincidentally planning a trip that way anyway, so he decided to <laughs> drop in to Avations. I, like, so I literally I like just go in club. rather than ringing up. he was ringing up all these other companies, but he decided to visit Avations in person. Yeah, and he managed to talk his way into the COO's office.
3: Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck and
2: yeah. he explained. Holy he just shit. was. He levelled with them. He was like, "Look, I'm looking for a bloke. He's three hundred pounds plus." he's six foot six, he's a big black guy with glasses, he's fat, and he's called Michael Lee Jones. And the executive didn't check the database like every other company. He told Brennan, who bearing in mind was not a law uh, enforcement official, he said, look, if you want information, you've got to come back with a subpoena. Yeah. Ah. Shit, son. All the other companies had checked the database and told him no. So he was like, the guy, works. He's here.
1: here. Yes. He He's, work. yeah. he oh my god! Ken here. was just yeah. like, "You've told me everything I need to know," and they're like, "What?" And then when they look yeah. up, Ken's just gone, and the door's going. He's Wah, gone. Wah, yeah.
0: Wah. Thanks for your cooperation. <laughs> oh shit! He knows. We should have checked the database. And so he says,
1: "This is
2: what he said to the bloke. Why would you want someone working for you who's a rapist?" Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the CEO was like, "Well, there are there are there are privacy issues involved. You need to get a subpoena." So I've Brennan been asleep got- for ten years. <laughs> this is amazing he's actually stood there in the in in the office in the ovations company he gets a fax number for them he calls Foot back at miami yeah (laughs) and then they fax the subpoena to ovations fax
1: machine holy shit
2: (laughs) what (laughs) so so ken even does
1: it in the sassiest way he possibly can
2: so yeah, he's like, out. oh,
0: you're, you're receiving a fax. Oh, he, son of a It's in like, the most <laughs> badass fax ever since Yeah, exactly. Was, like,
2: Ken Brenner can make faxes
0: exciting.
1: And wow. so. you, oh, the film, it's zooming in on the fax machine and this guy's seeing it and going...
3: <gasps> yeah, he's
0: like... Oh. And Subpoena, then, yeah, he rips out, it off, passes it to him and then he passes it back to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: it turns out that Ovations did indeed have an employee named Mike Lee Jones. Jones. He fit oh, the description yeah. and he was working in Frederick, Maryland. Bang, they've got him. You nailed yeah, him. dead
0: to rights. This is the guy. Michael
2: Lee Jones is uh, in Frederick, Maryland. He's standing behind a barbecue counter at Harry Grove Stadium. Home. I love how this article's written. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. written by the same guy that wrote the other one as well. Okay. Like, he loves the Brennan initial as cam- much as we do. Yeah, the, the initial Brennan fanboy. Wow. Um, so he's standing there behind the barbecue counter at Harry Grove Stadium, which is apparently a minor league team called the Frederick Keys players. Gotcha. There. And, and when, people need barbecue. And when foot shows up. Oh. And it's an early spring evening, and, and I, I love the detail in this as well. It's a, an early spring evening in the Appalachian foothills, mm. but Foot is from Florida, so he's fucking freezing. <gasps> yeah. Imagine how grumpy he is having to go sick there. Sick of it, absolutely. And he thinks it's a wild goose chase as well. Because yeah. This yeah. guy has not been on like he, he, he's sort of indulged Brennan, but he hasn't guy he hasn't had his back really that much. He's sort of like the guy's yeah. the guy's insane. Yeah. He's like, no, I've got a. He's just all the a way good pair I'm, of pecs. I'm, I'm fucking freezing. Yeah. So yeah, he'd been impressed by. Brennan's like doggedness, but not—he didn't see where he was going with it. Yeah, like, this is a long shot. I don't care. Yeah, right. Uh, Foot had got uh, another detective because apparently it's standard practice. I didn't know this until I read this. Mm-hmm. That if they're going out of town or out of state to get a suspect or confront a suspect, yeah. you can't go alone. And they have to go with a partner. Sure.
3: Oh yes. Um, yeah.
2: So they made their. Uh, In together, the
1: film, he's played by Mark uh, Ruffalo. But fine. But,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the other detective is. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, Foot is. Yeah, yeah.
2: So Alan, Alan Foot had called actually called Jones earlier that day to see if he'd be available. So Foot kept it vague. He never said why he was ringing Jones. He just said he was investigating an incident in Miami that happened during the boat show, which was quite clever. He was like, this happened during the boat Sweet. show. Yeah. Which is obviously didn't. Jones said that, apparently Jones was polite and forthcoming. He said he'd been in Miami at the time and he'd be available to meet with him. Uh, and he even gave him directions to where he'd be. Um, and indeed he was like fucking huge when they met wow. him like intimidatingly big mm-hmm. but oh. he had a soft spoken and gentle voice so he was like uh, he gave it this image of a gentle giant yeah um, um, like Camper was, I imagine uh, like Eddie Camper Eddie hey, Camper
1: who was 6'8 yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: so yeah. Foot asked Jones uh, about meeting women in Miami and Jones said he'd hooked up once and the detective asked him to describe her and then Jones said I only have sex with white women <laughs> Foot. Okay, asked. I didn't ask. But like, I imagine it. I imagined him sounding like this: this big, huge black guy going, "I only have sex with I white
0: women. women." Yeah, yeah, just like 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 like, t- he's like got proper no, Tyson, he's got a like Mike, Mike with, Tyson. Oh
1: yeah, I was gonna say Michael yeah. Jackson voice.
0: No, it's um, I, I,
3: sex, I only have
2: sex.
0: I have with black women. Oh, with white women, funny. what?
1: It's Tyson.
2: Foot. Uh, uh, Foot then said, "If he had sex with anybody at the Airport Regency <laughs> Hotel, and he said no. Yeah. He said the woman he'd had sex with in Miami had been working at the boat show as well, and they would hooked up elsewhere." And then Foot was like, "Any blonde women?" And he was like, "No." And he was like, "Foreign accent?" And then Jones said, that "The woman he had sex with had been had been German." Mm. And then Foot was still not convinced this was the bloke. Yeah. Because uh, Jones was acting very convincingly, like yeah. something nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was. The, he was cold as well. Like Foot was like. He
1: was like, "Get me get out, out, out of this here. chilly land." Uh, and
2: so, like, he got really fed up with it, and he just dropped the thing, and he was because he thought the trip was a waste of time. He said, "Look, I've got a girl who was raped." that week did you have anything to do with it <laughs> and, Yeah. Uh, uh, Jones goes no of course not oh no shit way. well it's
1: fucked then he oh, didn't he said he didn't fucked then, it and, and,
2: yeah and then Foot said uh, you didn't beat the shit out of this girl and leave her for dead in the field down there he's like no 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 I didn't and then he went are you willing to give me a DNA specimen
1: ah oh and
2: Jones said absolutely
1: oh okay okay check out the big balls on Foot
2: but that only made that only made Foot go it's not still the bottom, why would it? still yeah 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 And then he called Ken Brennan when he got back, and he said, "I'm telling you, Ken, this ain't the guy." Yeah. Ken responded, "No, man, he's definitely the fucking guy." Yeah. Brennan then went up to Frederick himself and spent time over a three-day period talking to Jones, who continued to deny everything. Wow,
0: Jones has got brass balls. I got your name. What was. I didn't get yours. Your name is, is, is Foot. What was yours? My name's Bennon. Mm-hmm. You ain't talking your ass out of this shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this Those brass balls are going to meet my New York. Rats. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh,
3: shit. Yeah, baby.
1: Shiny. And it goes ding in the sun.
2: Foot is like, after yeah. all of this, like I fucking knew it. Waste of time. Yeah. Months later, the DNA results came back. Ken Brennan got a call from Foot. You're not going to believe this. No. You were right. Oh, DNA
0: Ken, was and Ken was
1: like, oh, I'm not going to believe this, am I? Yeah,
0: oh. I'm not going to believe that I was right. So
2: Brennan <laughs> flew up to Frederick the following October. So this is uh, this is still quite late. This is a long time now afterwards. It's about a year and, later, know, isn't it? Nearly yeah, two. Almost, uh, almost two, yeah, because... Yeah. Um, they oh,
0: arrested... yes, no, of course.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah.
2: Fuck. They arrested, mm. He flew up with foot, they arrested... Uh, Jones. Michael Jones. It, oh, no, it had been 11 months since he took on the case. 11 Fuck months. Fuck me. He took on the case eight months after it happened as well. So it was mm. about two years. They formally charged Jones with a variety of penalties that encompassed the act of raping, kidnapping, and beating the young woman as well. So, like he three different... Fucking hell. Oh. Sure. He, uh, he sort of, like, sat there, repeatedly denied everything. Right. In that soft voice of his. Yeah. He gestured broadly with both hands, protesting, but never growing angry. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. insisted that he would never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, do such a thing to a woman. He said he never had any problems paying women for sex, but he did not get a kick out of hurting them. And he admitted once the DNA test irrevocably linked him to the victim that he had had sex with her, but insisted that she uh, was a hooker and that he paid her $100 and that when he left her, she was in fine shape, but drunk.
0: Right. They
2: showed him pictures of her, of what she looked like, of the face, bearing in mind her eye, eye socket was shattered. Yeah. And he said, I did not hurt that girl. I'm not violent. I never hit a fucking woman in my whole fucking life. I'm not going to hurt her. <laughs> right. And Brennan, this is this is how he gets it. Oh, can. and Oh, in, in, in true detective novel fashion, it's from a little detail yeah. from way back at the beginning. He says, why would you roll your suitcase out to the parking lot and stash it in your car at five o'clock in the morning two days before you check out of the hotel? And he goes, oh, I couldn't remember oh. if we were leaving that day or the next day. I just wasn't sure. For some reason, I thought, it's, fuck it, it's time to go. And then Brennan was like, Bollocks. Uh, okay. Jones, you said that in your suitcase, it had only your clothes, shoes, and a video game in it. But why did you need to tug it so hard to get it off the elevator? <gasps> and then as soon as he's he like, said that, Witcher Jones replied... He's like, because Witcher 3 is a
1: hefty game, mate. <laughs> Jones,
2: and I think you're, you're going to get a kick out of this. And I don't want to sort of, like, idiot shame. No, but yeah. he's backed is, into a
1: corner at this point, isn't he? This it? is, like, so yeah. good. Yeah.
2: As soon as Brendan said that, Jones was like, oh, no, there was, like, loads of books in it as well, because I... I was traveling, so I had a lot of books in it. I'm, I'm a really big reader. Yeah. And then Brandon goes, okay, what books are in there? Mm. He could not name a single book. No. He's like, the dictionary? Um, um, he could not name a single book. Oh, my God.
0: Car stories. What? What the fuck are car stories?
2: I don't know whether, like, you must know that, like, the investigation is only part of it. The next thing is the trial. Absolutely. So he was... Jones was just compliant and his manner worked for him. So even with the DNA against him, the the case was weak because he had a very good reason for not volunteering initially that he had paid a woman for sex because he had a prior arrest for soliciting a prostitute. So right. that wouldn't count against him. Okay. Uh, and if he had sex with the victim, as he said... Uh, it would account for the DNA, it would just be consensual and her word against mm. it. Right. So the fact that he willingly provided the sample was also in his favour. Yeah. So in court, it would just come down to he said, she said. Yeah. Right. And she was not a very good witness because her story was changing because her memory wasn't great. Was- yeah, I was wondering yeah. if it was
1: going to come back to the fact that she had said, oh, it was three white was three guys. three white guys. Like, what's she remembering or- at this
2: point? Her initial accounts of the crime were so much at odds with Brennan's findings that Foot once again found himself doubting who was telling the Mm. truth. Fuck. They ended up settling with Jones, who, after being returned to Miami, he pleaded guilty to sexual assault, which was a lesser charge, in return for having all of the more severe charges against him dropped. So it was a a plea bargain. Mm. He was like, "Okay, I'll plead guilty to the sexual assault if you get rid of everything else. And he was sentenced to two years in prison, which was an outcome that Brennan... Was very disappointed in.
0: I think we're all disappointed in that, yeah, to be honest. But but.
2: get this, guys, that was not the end of the story. Oh, my headphone fell out. Ken did not
1: give up.
0: Of course he didn't.
2: (laughs) So, Brennan never doubted that jones was a rapist mm. and given what he'd observed remember this bloke has done it before yeah he was convinced he was convinced that the guy was a predator he's
1: gonna like i need to interview some more chicks
2: <laughs> again he was talking to foot and he was like this ain't a one fucking time deal no, yeah. i'm telling you this is this guy's thing he's got a job that sends him all over the country watch him on that video he's slick nonchalant he's too cool too calm yeah. you'll see it when you put his DNA his
1: motherfuckers into the system. slick. When you put oh, his DNA into know. the system, you'll see.
2: Mm. Now, the system is something called the Combined DNA Index System, the CODIS. Sure. It's an FBI-administered database, and it's got well over 8 million DNA offender profiles. Amazing. Local, state, and federal law enforcement officials routinely enter samples recovered from convicts and from the scenes and victims of all sorts of crimes. Mm. And over the years, the system has electronically matched more than 100,000. That's people, amazing. Reaching across That's surprising amazing. distances in place and time. It means that when a DNA sample exists, a case can never be classified that's entirely correct, mm. right? And I read that verbatim because I think that was a really well written. It is, uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, Michael Lee Jones had left a trail, oh, a little that? silvery so, snail shit. trail of his. The Jeez. Miami Police <laughs> entered his DNA into CODIS. <laughs> so in late 2006, they entered his DNA into CODIS, and several months later, because it does take a mm-hmm. while, the FBI have got to double check everything three new hits, out. Oh, God. Fuck me. My God.
0: Oh, my God.
2: But this is only because Ken Brennan was persistent. Was, yeah, before. he went... No, no he's no, done it before, yes. into this, otherwise... There's yeah. so many otherwise, people who'd have be been like, oh,
1: amazing, we got two years, we found the guy. He's going to be
2: out in two yeah. years, yeah, yeah. So then... Uh, of course, he's in
1: jail at this point.
2: The Colorado Springs Police Department Sex Crimes Unit, they had a rape and assault trial, a uh, case, that had been bugging uh, Detective Terry Thrumston... <laughs> She, she'd she been working on this case for a long time mm. and she was getting really worked up about it. The victim was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman who'd been picked up early in the morning on December the 1st, 2005 by a stranger. A oh very God. large black man with glasses who'd offered her a ride and then talked his way into her apartment, raped her, and then left her in some weeds. <gasps> he that loves
0: to he just, them He beats weeds. them and then just leaves them in like a ditch yeah. somewhere.
2: Wow. So the case had sat there for two years until the DNA collected from the victim matched Michael Lee Jones because mm. they put his DNA into the system. Right. Lo and behold, it was him. Holy there were shit. two victims in New Orleans. One of them, also blonde, had been partying in the French Quarter and this was May the 5th, 2003, so a couple, couple of years, years before that. she got gone off. She, as she later testified, Michael Lee Jones drove her to a weedy lot oh my and
0: god! this fucking guy why does this fucking f- guy? guy
2: so the case had sat until codis matched the specimen with michael lee jones and this is all Jesus. thanks to ken brennan yes. putting his DNA to the oh system oh my god ken yeah. and then the other new orleans victim said a similar tale it turns out jones had been in both colorado springs and new orleans on those dates in question in 2008 just as his 2 year sentence drew to a close in florida sure. he was flown to colorado springs to stand trial
0: fuck Oh, and unfortunately
2: yeah. the col- the victim the colorado victim she died in the interim oh. Oh, not no. of, not because of no. that of other reasons yeah. so there was no victim to put on the stand right shit so the D- the D- the D- the, D- the da brian Cecil decided he built a case out of the other two rapes. oh right okay the Good. miami victim and one of the new orleans mm. victims both of whom supplemented the dna evidence by pointing at jones as their attacker in the courtroom sure Cecil argued that their case showed common plan, common scheme, common design. Well, yeah, yeah he's fuck. right. So he,
0: they, you could try him in any state, it's the same. Yeah, yeah, so they
2: were like, he actually says, this is as much Jones's signature as his semen. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just as compelling in evidence. It's um, disgusting. You can imagine You can
0: imagine a stenographer when he said that, just yeah. be like, hey, now, <laughs> that's pretty good. Because, <laughs> the,
2: because the Miami <laughs> victim was, because her memory was all skewed. Yeah, yeah of course. She was as bad a witness as they were worried about. Okay. Right. But the New Orleans victim was incredibly... She was brilliant. Oh, Memory was yeah. clear. Her statements were emphatic. She was a very compelling witness. Amazing, right. Mm. Um, Jones's lawyers were trying to point out the unreliability of the Miami victim, who was the one that started off... The, the whole, case, yeah. Yeah, because Ken Brennan got involved because of it. Uh, the fact that she couldn't speak English very well apparently meant that her uh, story was all over the place and she couldn't be...
0: Because she's a foreigner, mate. She doesn't know anything about the way we do things over so here. So Jones uh,
2: pleaded not guilty to all of these charges in the Colorado case. Can't he argued that, that uh, the sex had been consensual and that the woman claiming rape had been a prostitute. Right. But jurors in Colorado... They might have been able to accept two prostitutes in different states at different times, unaccountably filing rape charges after turning a trick. And in both cases, immediately describing their attacker as a huge black man. Hmm. But they couldn't find a third person to do it. There was no evidence that any of the victims were prostitutes. And then, of course, there was the DNA. It was was cut and dried. It couldn't have happened the same way.
0: Absolutely, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Do you want to know how this story ends, thanks to uh, Ken Brennan uh, chasing down this bloke and then making sure that they found him out for other stuff he's serving a life sentence at the fremont correctional facility in colorado he Ah. received a term of 24 years to life for one count of sexual assault with force and 12 years to life for the second count he's 38 years old or he was he was in 2010 okay Uh, so that's what he's 49 49 now now, he will not be eligible for his first parole hearing until 2032 the state Ah, estimates that his term will last until he dies of um, right. course it will. Absolutely. Yeah. The Miami victim should. the Miami victim won three hundred thousand dollars settlement from the hotel and the hotel security company. Yeah. And Ken Brennan is back doing his private detective work in Miami.
0: Damn straight. Holy shit bulls. Okay. He said and also
2: he this is a quote for him as well. The cases they got him on are just the tip of the iceberg. Once other jurisdictions start checking their DNA files on cases where this guy was at large, I guarantee you they'll find more.
0: How is this not a fucking movie or T V series? It's fucking incredible. That adventures. may be, Chris, one of the best stories I've heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was sat here, I was I was about to watch the OJ thing, and I've been wrapped with that, and I'm like, that's beating it. That was <laughs> both, so good. <laughs> both, uh,
2: uh, both Brennan stories have been, like, so good. Yeah. It makes incredible. me want more Brennan there stories. There must be
1: more Brennan. Absolutely. I, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: There's got to be they, more, but we got to do like a Brennan series. You know series. how
2: we.
0: You know how we sort
2: of, like, were, uh, we fell in love with the bloke after the the body in room 348? yeah. Eight? Yeah. Because, like, fucking hell. Like, this is just consolidated. Mm. Like, Absolutely. The guy is... He
1: ain't no... He's not a one-hit wonder.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, he's that's also it. On the yeah. Forced,
2: he's also on the side of good, you know? He's yeah. like, yeah. I want to find out who did it. I don't care. The other thing there is that we kind of glossed over it, but the people that hired him to... Solve this case. Hired him so that they wouldn't have to pay damages. They ended up paying her three hundred thousand. Fuck it out. But <sighs> because, like, because Ken is only driven by like, first of all, wanting to do right by the yeah. victim. Yeah. Second of all, it's like because it's a puzzle. He's like, I need to. T- I- I'll find. I'm to I- solve it. Yeah. I'm going to find out the truth, but I'm not going to sway things in your favor just because. No.
3: Yeah. Because he's
1: a man of principle and honor.
0: It's why I love him. There's so many him. like little tributes in there know. as well.
2: Like, mm. uh, like, but the, the, the case also kind of rested on the fact that he had to call in a favour from the the New Orleans police captain and the only reason he was friends with him in the first place was because he wrestled an armed assailant yes. to the while ground he
0: while he was on
2: fucking Cameron's like was, you know like that favour you hero.
1: owe me I'm calling it <laughs> in and they're like running
2: anything it's like, it's, like, it's like can you ring somebody
1: <laughs> yeah that's Fuck no problem me. at all can I, I use you your fax machine
0: <laughs> <laughs> so sassy Oh,
2: yeah! That is uh, the story of the vanishing
1: What a, Bond. What a absolute what a gem! What a finale! What a f-
0: what, what a finale! That's our season finale. four what finale. What an
3: absolute
1: finale! Oh my god, that's amazing!
0: We've we finaled it. <laughs> <laughs> Only Masood doing a pun. Oh, oh Luke! What, what you a
3: do, way to, you get one. What a way you to end one. this. <laughs> um, what a pity! What, what a, a
2: shame! Pity. We will be taking a break for a couple of weeks and yeah we've
1: got, we've got exciting things planned for season 5 you'll find out what yeah. they are and so will we
2: don't worry though the Patreon's not going to go quiet there's still enough we'll yes. Yes. still be putting things out on the Patreon there Yay. will still be things
0: on the Patreon we'll still be doing things we'll still be active in our own rights if you can find us on our various social medias and our own things things and, and stuff and that up to date with that. what um, we're doing Mystery on the Rocks will be back properly for season 5 soon yeah I, it, as you said that I imagine it like the end credits of a James Bond film where they say James Bond will return in <laughs> Mr. in the Rocks will return in season 5 dot 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 soon Question <laughs> <one>?
1: <laughs> like the end of Mac and me <laughs> the end? yeah the
0: end fucking Mac and me <laughs> thanks everybody thanks so much for supporting the Patreon as well we mentioned before uh, and for just listening to the show as well this season has been a lot of fun I've, I've thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it um, I can't believe we've done four whole ones. I know, it's been fucking great, hasn't it? And and I am Crazy. looking forward to the next one. Uh, hopefully we'll be in the same room as well. Yeah! That'll be a, that'll be a blast. Yeah. Uh, our, yeah. Uh, until then... <gasps> boom. Boom.